0: Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the Gospel of Mark in the 15th chapter, and in the previous episode, we had left off with the 15th verse where it said this, that wishing to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas for them, and after having Jesus scourged, he handed him over to be crucified." So you see what was going on. Pilate was wishing to satisfy the crowd. Anytime you wish to satisfy the crowd, you're going to get a mess, okay? The only only thing we need to be satisfying is the Most High God, okay? Verse 16 continues. The soldiers took Jesus' away into the palace, that is, the praetorium, and they called together the whole cohort, the Roman cohort. Now, just a moment here. Remember where we saw that cohort last it's when they were arresting Jesus, right? And when Jesus asked him, who you look for? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. And he says, I am. And that entire cohort was slammed to the ground. Remember that? Well, here, this is the same cohort. And I tell you what, I, I believe, just because, just knowing how we are as human beings, there were a lot of torn Roman soldiers. In other words, what is going on with all this? What is happening with this? It would not surprise me at all if we find... Ourselves spend all of eternity in the presence of the Most High God with some fellow believers who were some of these Roman soldiers right here. But as for now, there are some of them that are really going to start doing some evil things. We see this in the next verse, verse 17. They d- dressed Jesus up in purple. And after twisting a crown of thorns, they put it on him. And they began to acclaim him, Hail, King of the Jews! They kept beating his head with a reed and spitting on him and kneeling and bowing before him." Now notice what happened right here. Pilate wished to satisfy the crowd, so he released Barabbas to the crowd, then had Jesus scourged and handed him over to be crucified. Well, who'd he hand him over to? He handed him over to the soldiers. He handed him over to the military to do the crucifixion. So that's the reason that the military is doing all this. And they're literally, I mean, it sounds crude, but they're literally softening Jesus up. Okay? They're, they're, they're hastening his death. And so, first of all, they belittle him because they it shows us they heard and understood that he was the king of the Jews. So they're making fun of him with that, dressing him in purple, putting a crown of thorns on him. And then, you know, mockingly saying, Hail, King of the Jews. But then they started beating him. And they beat him on the head with a reed. And, you know, that's that's good enough to kill you. And they spit on him and kneeling, they're bowing before him again, mocking him. Okay. And they put a purple robe on him. They took his own garments and they led him away to be crucified. Verse 21. They pressed into service a passerby coming from the country, Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus, Rufus to bear his cross. Some interesting things about that. Uh, so we see that Jesus is uh, being so physically uh, impacted by this that he's needing help. He can't carry the cross, the cross arm of the cross. He can't carry it anymore because of what's happened to him. So they would grab somebody. So they grab Simon of Cyrene. And then Mark tells us parenthetically, the father of Alexander and Rufus. Well, who in the world are Alexander and Rufus? Well, you see them in a couple other portions of Scripture. And it looks like that they're believers. They are believers. Paul mentions them. Okay, And so what we can infer from this is that Simon became a believer, and his family became believers right here. And Mark is letting them know, hey, yeah, this is the same Simon that's the father of Alexander Rufus, the guys that y'all know. He's the one that bore Jesus' cross. Now, verse 22, then they brought Jesus to the place Gogatha, Golgotha, which is translated place of a skull. They tried to give him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. So why did he not take it? Well, a couple of things. We've already seen that with the last meal that he'd had, that he had told them, I'm not going to drink this fruit of the vine again until I do it in glory and eternity. But then also, he was not going to do anything that would take the edge off the pain that he was going through and that was yet to come. He did not want to be in any form of an altered state of consciousness. The wine was mixed with myrrh, take a little bit of the edge off the pain. He, He wouldn't participate in that. Verse 24, and they crucified him and divided up his garments among themselves, casting lots for them to decide which, what each man should take. And these are all things that were literally prophesied of him. Then verse 25 says this. It was the third hour when they crucified him. The third hour. This is going by um, uh, Jewish time. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. Okay. It was the third hour. Verse 26. The inscription of the charge against him read, the king of the Jews. They would put a, a sign up telling who somebody was and what the charge was and the reason why he was being killed, the reason why he was being crucified. And so this inscription said because he's the king of the Jews. Of course, we know from the other script uh, gospels that the uh, religions had a fit over that. They said, no, 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 you need to rewrite this. Say that he said that he was the king of the Jews. Pilate was so tired of them by then. He says, what I've written is what I've written. In other words, he wasn't going to change it. So verse 27, they crucified two robbers with him, one on the right and one on his left. And this was just a normal execution, guys. Okay, just a thing that they did. Uh, there's places in the world that do this now. Okay, there's in Saudi Arabia, they have execution days where they'll haul many people out there and they kill them for what they had done publicly. So you got these three that are being crucified: Jesus in the middle, and one robber on one side, and one on the right. Verse 28 says this. And the scripture was fulfilled, which said, and he was numbered with transgressors. Verse 29, those passing by were hurling abuse at him, wagging their heads and saying, ha ha, you are going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. Save yourself and come down from the cross. <coughs> so these are mockers. What do mockers do? They mock. You know, the false accusers that had become that had come before the religious rulers, they're still there. And they're just making fun of Jesus. Then, verse 31, in the same way, the chief priest also, along with the scribes, were mocking him among themselves and saying, he saved others, but he cannot save himself. Then they said this, let this Christ, the king of Israel now, come down from the cross so that we may see and believe those who were crucified with him were also insulting him. So you see the people coming by and mocking him, okay? Just hurling abuse at him. You see the religion is not doing it publicly because that would be belief below, below their status. But it says they were mocking him among themselves, okay? So when all these priests get together, they sort of let their hair down. Among themselves, they were saying this, Things are the same today, folks. I could tell you stories, but I won't. And they were mocking him. And look what they said. They said, let this Christ, this King of Israel, let him come down from the cross. If he does, if we can see that, then we'll believe. You know what? He did come down from that cross. They buried him. Three days, three nights later, he is alive, and they would have heard about it. And that great line that you see, I think it's over in Acts, where it says, That not a few of the priests believed, which means a lot of them did. You know, right here, they're literally saying, hey, if he comes off that cross, we'll believe. When he rose from the dead, they believe. There was still a bunch, particularly of the top, top echelon of leadership that did not believe, and they refused to believe. But there's many that would. And then the last phrase right here, those that were crucified uh, crucified with him were also insulted him. We see the depth of what the Lord went through with just the mocking, aside from the pain, aside from all that. But literally all the world right here turned against him. All for us, folks. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.